I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome along to the Short Ball, everybody. Scotty and Mills with you as we look ahead to the next round of Super Rugby coming up this weekend. Also going to touch on a couple of things. The 50-22 rule. You're the fullback, Mills. You'll have that covered. We're going to touch on uh, what seems I'll tell you, to be... I'll tell you one thing. What? I wouldn't have Ali Williams covering it because he's bloody... Hey, he's not here. He's in my A again. No, he's, no, you know what's happened? We usually record this podcast. We're trying to record this podcast on a Wednesday, but then I was away, so I couldn't do it the Wednesday. So when did I email you guys? Monday. Monday. I said, let's make it Thursday. To which he, he, to he which was he the goes, first to get in there. Yeah, and he goes, yep, that's sweet. Shall we do a calendar invite? I don't even fucking know what a calendar invite is. <laughs> yeah. I'm texting him. He's gone, yep, sweet as. You've given it the thumbs up because you're the emoji king of this uh, text thread. <laughs> and we're here. And we're like, where, where are you? And he's like, well, organisation is the key. How did two out of three turn up? And now he's quoting Darren Shand, All Blacks manager. I don't even know what that means. What does changes mean? Well, like he's, he's trying to say that I've changed. And well, I just, you've changed. I just, I just said, if you invite, if it. I mean, if, you, if someone texts you and says, hey, are you on? And you go, yeah. I, I'm not doubling down on admin. I'm an admin free zone. You know me. Yeah. Like know. my calendar is basically a morning panic attack. Yeah, but you you're unique, mate. Yeah, I'm not it's unique. A pa- it's it's a panic attack, but then you're so calm and you actually know what you're actually doing. I've no. got to get my stuff down. If, when I see that, I'm I'm opening up my diary. I'm like, man, I've got to I've got to write this down every day. I'm opening it up to see what what I've got on, what I need to be, what needs to be done, and everything like that. You are just like, boom. no, I'm not. That's the problem because I mean, I spend most of my time trying to figure out what it was that I agreed to do anyway, <laughs> and so then I spend all of my time basically like one of those those duck feet underwater like that. Just going hard. Calm on the surface because I've got resting bitch face and everyone thinks <laughs> that I'm almost catatonic, but no, I'm not. I am a stress per- ball. It's, all, it's perception, eh? This is why I'm still mainlining heroin. Look, um, here's the thing about uh, this week, uh, last week, should I say, Super Rugby. Uh, is it an anomaly, Millsy? <laughs> the Chiefs beasting the Bulls, the Crusaders losing to the Tars, uh, the Blues beating the Highlanders. <laughs> Are we? Was this just a tear in the fabric of the universe, given everything that's gone on, or or is this a genuine sign that, lo and behold, this competition that everyone says is not competitive enough, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, add it to the list of criticisms of Super Rugby, are we seeing a return to a competitive, genuinely competitive competition? Well, based on last week, Sumo, you'd have to say yes. Some surprising results. I mean, I, I watched the. Um, uh, the Waratahs Crusaders game, mm-hmm. and the Crusaders 
just didn't look like the Crusaders. It was possibly their, you know, they they missed opportunities. They made some pretty big mistakes. But the, the big one for me was the Chiefs. The way, like, what, what's going on? The Bulls? I mean, to go over there, it's a tough ass to go over there. I mean, you've, I mean, you done, know, you've well, done that. <laughs> well, I've been on the back end of a few hidings over yeah. there by the Bulls, and and it was it would have been a a, a Bulls Jeez. team that weren't that great. Hang on, Millsy, producer Tina's just choked on a bottle of T Bone. Are you okay over there? She's she's what's she choking she's on? Give me the thumbs up. She's H- choking H2O. on water. Jesus, uh, are you okay, T? Okay, we've got the thumbs up. Sorry, mate. You have been over there. You've been on the receiving end of a well, good couple one, of hidings. Yeah. One, yeah. We don't talk about Yeah, that. no, we don't. But uh, you roofied me on the way home on the flight. No, home, I didn't. No, yes, yeah, no did. I didn't. You dropped sleeping pills. No, I, we've had this discussion. You I did. didn't. St- Mate, I know it was you. It was not me. It, it was, was not me. You, you like, did it to Morland no, as well. Because <laughs> you think it was me because I was the last person that's, that was that you remembered talking to you. No. I was the only sober one on the damn I plane. I think it was you because when I woke up, when I came to literally landing in Sydney, I turned around and you were smiling at me. Oh, mate, hey. That's why. I was smiling at you because you just opened your, your eyes, mate. Right. Hey. set your good morning <laughs> smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Someone drugged me. The, the balls. I just, um, Sorry. And, and the Chiefs to, to, to come back and play the way they did. You know, I think we spoke about it last week. Sometimes that has the, the effect. When you go away and you know you've got two weeks, it brings guys together. It's almost like, on a, um, you know, you, you, you're waking up, you're going on the, on the bus and you're, you, you're mm-hmm. um, Year round, you know, camaraderie. Yeah, the road. So perhaps that's what's what's done it for the Chiefs. I ho- I hope they back it up against uh, Jaguares this weekend. But do we? Do we have a, a week? Do, didn't we call that last week on what? the short ball? Didn't we say that might be the case that they would leave New Zealand, get on the road trip, and and discover Knuckle themselves? Down. Yeah, well, I think we we discussed it last week. Um, it's kind of like the doors going into the desert and taking peyote. Peyote. Just in there on a peyote high. In the dunes with Jim Morrison running off with his native Indian chief <laughs> and the rest of the doors really discovering themselves and their meaning in life. This is what the Chiefs have done on the road. Well, mate, it couldn't have happened to a better team. Mm. And it needed to happen, really, because far out. I mean, we said this is a good chance for them to salvage <laughs> their, 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 um, their season. But the Blues, these that game that they won, man, those are the games in the past that they usually lose. That, that's what – look. Yeah, and they almost what, did. I know. I know. They turn it over I, again. I know, got seconds to go. I know. I know. The Highlanders must. And conversely, those are the Highlanders' games that they've been able to win. <laughs> yeah. That suddenly they're not. The yeah. Hurricanes. Now this one against the Blues. Yeah, things are going topsy turvy. Yeah. A, I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna, it's like a wrist exercise thing. Oh, I know. I know what we got. Oh, it's a clamp. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, and one of the great spinoffs of the Blues winning that game is suddenly people aren't talking about the Blues losing all the time, which is really valuable. And I'll tell you why that's really valuable. Suddenly people are actually talking about Blues players and saying, how good is this kid? How good is that kid? How good is that kid? Because for years now they've had those athletes. We've always maintained Mm -hmm. it, but the athletes and the individual performances have been lost in the catastrophic season results of the Mm -hmm. Blues. Suddenly Big Red himself is being touted as a World Cup bolter. Tom Robinson. I mean, who doesn't love Tom Robinson? Oh, man, he's good. He's I actually good, felt man. like getting Paul Tito on the phone today and just saying, is he comfortable with another ginger getting oh, all the credit? Uh, actually, um, Corey Jane on, on our Thursday night show on Sky 
compared him to, to Paul Tito. There's no way. Yeah, okay, the looks. But the, the this guy, he goose steps, Robinson. What do you mean? Fish could goose step. Not as don't no. don't you don't you dare no, go no. after the Tito. Oh, Tito Tito loves the hard stuff. He loves getting amongst it. He'll he'll chip away at you, and he'll throw a few. Well, I wouldn't say well, little dirty things. Oh, he'll punch the lights out. Yeah, but oh, big Reed at the moment. He just man, yeah. I I love his athleticism. Can we just call him Clifford and be done with it? <laughs> Is that his nickname? I don't know what his nickname. Big Source. Big sauce. Big sauce, I think. Tea sauce. Big sauce. Tea sauce. No, nah, he's a, he's an animal. Tina doesn't know what we're talking about. I just, it's not a sexually innuendo thing, T Bone. Just get, don't don't have another sip, for God's sake. Choking <laughs> that again. Uh, but I am enjoying that about the blues. I am yeah. enjoying the fact that we're talking about Rico Yuani and what he's been doing. I'm enjoying the fact we're talking about Tom Robinson and what he's doing. I I like this yeah. because this ultimately is what the Blues franchise needs. It needs a couple of stars for fans to hang their hat on and say, mm. yeah, man, we, uh, we've we got some players. Yep. And and we're seeing the rise of that. In the same way, the Chiefs are winning because they moved their best player back into his natural position. <laughs> Give me another reason. I, I mean, Give me another reason. And I think, I, I hope the All Blacks have, have realised that. I think certainly in the back end of that uh, Northern Hemisphere tour. I'm sure they asked for it. They did, you they know. They didn't realise it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, and that's the thing. Like, um, they had him on the bench. I think he, he actually started at fullback. He, it's just, it just seems a lot more comfortable there. Okay, if you put him in the Crusaders at 10, probably a different different story, you know. It, it, probably a lot more room and... Well, and based on last week, probably not. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, don't do that. No, but um, it ju- he just seems. I know. I mean, you can you just know? you can see the selection meeting of the Chiefs. Yeah, the phone rings. No, oh, mate, my phone wait, and that's it. Phone and clicks, and and we're done. <laughs> we're done. What did you make of the Crusaders? What, uh man? I I was talking on radio during the week, and. I'm sorry, you've got to give mitigation here all over the show for the Crusaders. And part of the problem, I think the Highlanders found it as well. You know how pumped up the Crusaders and Highlanders get about that Southern Classic? You know how pumped up they get. They are ready to walk over fire, hot coals, broken glass, Lego. They will walk over anything to get the job done. And then the game gets called off and you've got all that adrenaline and emotion and it's got nowhere to go and then all of a sudden you've got to go back to training the next week. You're thinking, oh, oh, get yourself up, get yourself up again. Not only that, but everything's swirling around, both Dunedin and Christchurch, mm. given those events. And then to come up and play, it, I thought it was really tough on those two teams. Yeah. Not not that that was the hardest thing of the week and the biggest problem of the week, but, but I think there is a certain element of... Uh, just couldn't quite find the emotional level again, the emotional level required. And teams would hate that because in this professional age, we like to think that teams can be robotic, just go out there week in, mm. week out, and do what they are required to do. Yeah. I don't think it works like that. No. And um, I suppose what a lot of people don't realise is the mental strain that, it, that things like this do have and, and mm-hmm. the ability. And that's often what they, they talk about in environments. You know, how can How do you attach yourself... To um, emotionally to get yourself up for one week and then possibly the following week, making sure that you're ticking all the boxes, mm. so then you're at that level again. Now, when you're when you're getting yourself, you know, up to a massive game and then it's called off, um, and then everything else that's sort of happening around um, the country and in where and where you live, um, 
sometimes it's it's a in you're distracted sometimes it's really hard and you're right you know you expect them to be robots and say well that should be an, an easy task to be able to get up but it's 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 not and and, and often the mental side is more important than the, than the physical side when, yep. when it comes down to um to the profi- to, to professional sport oh, i agree i use the sex analogy easy to get up the first time harder <laughs> the second <laughs> i'm getting up all the time mate you just had another baby you got to stop breeding. Yeah, I'm stopping. Are you? Yeah. Well, mate. We could do the podcast from your vasectomy. No, I'm not having that. What? Well, that's the easiest way. Then you can't have any more kids. What's wrong with condoms? Oh, that's a whole nother podcast discussion. <laughs> <coughs> that's a, that's, we're not going to talk about that today. No, okay. I mean, I'm Catholic. Oh, you brought it up. I'm, I'm Catholic. Don't. No, you brought it up. I've got half of a sevens team already, so, well, almost half. Well, you got a half a baby somewhere. No, I haven't got a Well, tell no, me you you can't. I think we need to change the subject. Yeah, get, let's get back on the old. Um, Congratulations, though. Oh, from thank all you. of us, Milsey. Thank you. How's Mum and Bubs? They're very well. Joe is doing an outstanding job. Yeah. Marco's just sleeps and eats. Mar- Marco's the name of your child. Marco, Marco Jordy, mm. and um, you copied Carter there. No, Marco's about the Croatian way because Joe's Croatian. Sure. Mackenzie's her um, her Scottish side, which is her mum. So did, you get, did you get any say in the name? I got Moliana, mate. I got the, the, I got the last name. <laughs> Max Max got in there because his two favourite players. Uh, he was happy with Mackenzie when he was born because Damien Mackenzie and now Geordie Barrett. <laughs> so you've got basically three M and M's. M and M's, mate. Triple M's. M M's. All MMs, mate. All MMs. This is easy, eh? Too easy. You've done that for ease. I like that. So you never forget your children's initials. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. They are all the same. Hey, a couple of uh, things to go over news-wise, Milsey. I want your uh, I want your take on this. The uh, potential introduction of a new kicking mm. rule in the game of rugby union uh, before it turns into league completely, which is the 50-22 rule, uh, similar to the 40-20 in rugby league. Yep. Uh, take us through what this is. Yeah, so what it is is any if you can kick – from your own 50, inside your own 50, and mm-hmm. it bounces and then out in the twenty two, uh, mm-hmm. out in the, the opposition 22, then you effectively get a line-out, mm-hmm. an attacking line-out um, in their half. So you basically, I don't know, I, I've, I've, um, I've got my reservations about it, and I know there's been a lot of talk about, okay, maybe you put someone back there, and then it might open up the backfield, but mm-hmm. ugh, it's just, it's... The way the guys are executing these days, and we've we've kind of seen it already, where they go wide from their own twenty-two, um, and then sort of kick down the wide channel when you're bringing the fullback up, and then finding space. I think they just do it all the time, and it, it'll be such a hard. Um, I, I personally, the, the first look at it, I, I think I'd, I'd find it boring unless they bring it back. Okay, so so. Possibly only from your own twenty-two. If you can get it from twenty-two to twenty-two, that might be a little bit. Might be well, a little what about bit the ten-meter line? Because it seems to me like it's not a lot of difference. But there's not a lot of distance between the halfway line and the twenty-two. No, there's not a lot. Well, it's more the manipulation of the guys at the back. Um, Understood. So your basically your biggest concern is that um, fullbacks are going to be running. A lot. Well, the fullbacks run a lot anyway, but my, my concern is probably from the 10 metre to the 50. Okay, if you've got a line out just on the 50 metre mark, you go wide or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and someone's going to manipulate to be able to, you know, dink it over the top and out. 
and then all of a sudden we're going to another to a to a line out. Okay, so you know what do you do then? Every t- then you they might score, come back. Okay, team meter kick. So it's 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 it favours the attacking side. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think perhaps bringing it back right back to the twenty two. So then it, you you're made to think a bit more. You know, do we do we kick or do we hold <coughs> on to it? Yep, that scenario. So. Okay, what is what is this designed to do? Is it designed to ensure that the players have to stay back, that you've got a sweeper, that you can't have that rush defence? What are you trying to manipulate in particular, which is going to change the game drastically? Because, you know, as always, new rules come in, people say this will change the game. Is it is it going to fundamentally change the game? Is it going to create different opportunities apart from, I'm going to kick the ball more and get more lineouts? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, it's going to. It would change the game. I mean, it's got. To, it's well. It's probably designed to make you think a bit more mm-hmm. um, in terms of who do you put back there. Do you have a four, four guys back there as opposed to three? Because you won't be able to cover that. Um, uh, and that's that's the whole thing, you know. And then you know, that means one person out of the line. But defenses these days they can easily drift. The, the other concern for me is, you know, if nothing sort of happens hmm. um, when they've had their chance, say from a set piece, this is the attacking team, you know, we're just going to slow things up and try and pin pin the corner, you know, and and try and, and, and win that light. And then it's just a you know stop start stop start. Aren't we wanting to sort of in, to to speed up the game in some in some sort of way? I I, I agree that it you know perhaps would have merit if it's from your own twenty two and it has to bounce in and out, not on the full, um, but. Maybe the fifty meter lines are, is 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 a bit too much because mate, I can I can see it going wide. You know, a little wee grubber kick through from from a winger or a fullback. Go out and okay, let's go to a line out. Let's stop the game again. Maul, uh, try <laughs> back to that. I'm going to try and find a taunt. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Oh, we'll see. Uh, you know, it is rugby, so they might bring this law in in 2025. Um, Speaking of, uh, well, speaking of a little bit of confusion, obviously the Nations Championship is still uh, very much in the headlines, Millsy, and uh, England is the latest to come out and say, no way, Jose, mm-hmm. we're not going to risk relegation. Risk relegation? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> there is no way England gets relegated out of this. Ever. Ever. So Nigel Melville, who's interim uh, RFU CEO. He uh, was at USA, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Left He's the place in a shambles and <laughs> sold it down the river for a bit of filthy lucre to his mates back in England. Anyway, that's beside the point. I mean, 
this is not about the relegation battle. This is about the Six Nations unions all banding together, mm. having a pretext to say, actually, we're quite happy. We earn good tin with our own little game up here. Yeah. And why would we want to do something that suddenly gives the rest of the world some parity? Yeah. I'm sorry. There's no other way around this. And, and you're at the point where you're like, okay, we, we have literally got two games now, don't we? Yep. And yep. we, we've all tried to deny it. We've all said, hey, every four years we all get together, have a Rugby World Cup. It's the world in union. This is not the world in union. <laughs> the Southern Hemisphere is not even in union in its own half of the world. That top of the world, well, you know, six people love their cosy relationship, six unions, and everyone else is shut out. No one here is going to put the interests of rugby ahead of their own interests as a union. Yeah. None of them. So if that's the case, where does this go? Because if it's the promotion relegation hang up for these guys in your world rugby right now, do you say, all right, there's no promotion relegation? And then all of a sudden the tier two countries go, whoa, 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 not for 12 years, not on our watch. So they're caught between a rock and a hard place. I'm trying to figure out how much of this is ego, how much of this is common sense, and how much of this is just straight up filthy lucre. Yeah, it's and you're right. Like the English coming out and saying that they don't want promotion relegation. Well, fair. Okay, I know on the odd occasion they've, I think, Please. lost to Italy, but they're Please. not going to get relegated. To and be so- relegated, you have to finish bottom of 12 teams. Hmm. Can you envisage a time? There's no way. Exactly. And that's where you say, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's silly. Um, I, I get the fact that they want to preserve the Six Nations. We're, we're, too. It's we're, a great comp. It's a, a, absolutely outstanding competition. But it, then it just comes back to, so you'd have to say, is it ego then? Because they don't care about anyone else. And there's no way, if we're trying to grow the game in real rugby saying, oh, you know, bowing down to this, they're not going to grow the game because those teams like the Georgians and Russians that aspire to be there one day, that you know, even um, you know, the Japanese, who you know, last Rugby World Cup beating South Africa, how are they going to get in there? How is it going to grow? You know, and when you talk about the money side of things, I mean, this has been a, a, a dilemma for years because, and often, you know, when when we've gone there as the All Blacks and we still do, we don't. You know, yeah, we get we get a little bit of money for the um, from the gates, but not as much as what the, they are killing it. And then on the flip side, when they come here and bring their CDZ team, no one's going to come and watch that. But that mm-hmm. that gives them the luxury to be able to do that because they're going to make <coughs> a shitload at the end of the year. Crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't often see you fired up on this pod, but you really nailed it there. Did I? Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting uh. more forceful. Must be this full-time professional broadcasting career that you've embarked on. It's <laughs> uh, so one of the things that's caught my interest today in the papers. Uh, Eddie Jones um, poo-pooing any talk of him coaching the Lions, not that anyone was offering as far as I knew. Um, by saying did he that, bring it up, did he? You know, I, I don't know whether to love this guy or just hope someone puts a hit on him. I just I look at him and the shit he says, and yeah, I get it. Gats embarrassed you as a coach. Uh, you weren't the only one in the Six Nations, oh. by the way. Um, he's come out and he's basically said, oh, you know, the coach of the Lions is basically an ambassadorial role. Why would I want to spend eight weeks in a blazer? I mean. I didn't hear that. That is stone cold. Oh, my God. Saying that. That's stone savage. Cold. That is savage, man. 
It's a little bit savage because I can tell you Gat spent most of his time in a tracksuit. <laughs> Not a blazer. He spent most of his and time a, in a tracksuit. Every time I saw Gats, he was in a tracksuit. We, we did an event in Hamilton and we all turned up in suits and he came in a tracksuit and, and uh, polo. Was it jeans and polo? No, so, he was in a suit that night, oh, wasn't, wasn't he? he? No, I'm pretty sure he was in a polo. <laughs> he probably was. Loves a polo, Gats. I don't even think he plays golf, but he's got a wardrobe for it. Um, Gee, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, oh, I think that's, that's a bit tough, isn't it? Oh, Eddie, far out. Put it away, Eddie. Come on. Put it away. Come on. That is tough. You know, it's like it's like one of those scenarios where a guy's put a great burn on you, and then two days later you get the quip. And it's like, <laughs> mate, you can't, it's, you can't come back now. Like this was a, this was a moment for the Six Nations before the game. And it's like yeah. he's, he's been thinking about it. He goes, oh, I know how to get him. Yeah. I'll, I'll burn him on the on the lines. Yeah. And you're like, mate, the game Too was late. four Too weeks late. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't come out now. Well, I mean, God bless him. He's a headline. Oh, I'll give him that. Mate, that's I – I didn't – that's the first I've heard of that. That is – I can't believe he, he came out like that. Yeah, people say dumb shit. I say dumb shit all the time. Shit. Usually on this podcast, to be perfectly honest. Should we have a little wrap around uh, the games this weekend? Cool. Because uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Crusaders taking on the Hurricanes. Huge. They haven't won there in five years? I know. What? Hurricanes. Yeah. I, and surely, after last week, you'd say Canes probably be favourites again. Uh, yeah. You'd have to say, yeah, after last week's performance. Yeah. Um, oh, I've, I've lo- I mean, every year I love the New Zealand sort of um, derbies, eh? Because they're just massive. You just yep. you don't know. Okay, the Crusaders, e- even if they did win last week and coming into this game, you just don't know who's going to win mm. um, because it's so physical. Last week, the Blues and the and the Highlanders, right down to the last sort of few few minutes. And so, but go, leading into this game, you'd have to take the the Hurricanes. Um, and the way they they actually are starting to hit some nice good form, aren't they? Well, they were pretty uh, self critical after last weekend's win over the Stormers, but I mean that Stormers side can play ball. Yeah, there's exactly. nothing wrong with getting a win anyway over the Stormers. Coles is a big loss though, massive. That's very true. But Riccatelli's there, yeah, yeah, and going to play his fiftieth game as well. So a great moment for him. Uh, we've spoken about Riccatelli a lot on the pod over the years. Yep. Uh, you know, he did a great job when Coles was away. Yeah. Um, I looked at the stats. Actually, Rugby Pass had a great stat up. Uh, Richie Mwanga and um, Bowden Barrett. Mwanga's kicked something like 400 metres so far this season. Has he? Barrett's kicked 1,400. I'll be interested to know what sort of kicks they are, though. I tell you, the Hurricanes will kick a lot to the Crusaders, yeah. I suspect. Because yeah. I, when they look a little at risk, the Crusaders, it's when you've got a good kicking game against them. Yeah. Saw that in the Lions tour yeah. when they got box kicked out of the game. Yeah. We've seen that uh, already this season, and uh, the Tars, yeah. I thought, put some pretty good kicks through as well. Yeah, you've. I, I think they are. They're at their most frail when they are trying to work their way out from their own twenty-two, and not enough teams do it no, to the Crusaders. No, and, and it is like I think a lot of teams um, often think, okay, we don't want to kick because they can. They can run it out and 100. score some oh, brilliant tries. Yeah, but you've got. To, as a, as, a, as a team planning them, you've got to back yourself to be able to D. You know, mm. if you're going to kick down to them and have a really, really good kicking game, everything's got to, you've got to have 100% on point. Mm. But you've also got to have a defensive uh, system in their 22 to make, to make sure that they don't 
punish you and score down the other end. Look, this is true. This is true. Um, but I, I still think if if I'm Bud and Barrett heading into this game and I'm TJ Perinara, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm sending 28s all day long at you. 28 metre kicks. And, 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 and they can, they've, they can um, sort of – the variety will be good for them too, wouldn't it? Yep, little chips over the top. Yep. Really test long. that back three. Yeah. Uh, the other game I'm looking forward to is the Reds and the Rebels. A lot of talk about Quade Cooper coming up against his old uh, his old Zell Will Guinea as well. Thorny's uh, coming back. He's playing. <laughs> he's, he's playing. He's, he's Do you got, know, I would love it. I love that. You know, a lot of talk's been about Quade Cooper's preparation for this. Obviously, people thinking, oh, well, you were dropped by Brad Thorne. Obviously, this is a grudge match. I'm not entirely sure Quade Cooper will think that way. Imagine though, just just picture this for a minute. Like you know, if if all the talks about Quay Cooper and then all of a sudden Brad Thorne just runs out in the plane kit, because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past him. I tell you what, he could easily do it. Just want to tell you, I'm playing this one. Quade's mine. No one touch him. He's mine. I get him. I'm gonna get him every time. Rest you guys just go to work. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome. Can he do that? Surely. He's still a registered player somewhere. Well, he's only 43. Surely. He's in good nick, too. He's in great nick. <laughs> I'd like to see it. But I still, we've talked about Quade Cooper on the show, the, the relationship he has with Will Guinea. I, I think it's the key to the Rebels. If the Rebels make the playoffs, it's going to, a lot of it's going to come where, down where is to this how game? well they play. That game is going to be played in Queensland. Queensland. Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Quaid's had an outstanding season so far. If there was only one sort of, I, I suppose, criticism was that, that game against the Lions where he did, just didn't mm-hmm. shut it out, didn't he, when they had that massive lead. Mm-hmm. But his combination with Guinea, fantastic. It's almost um, like back in the old days, really. Guinea is probably the key. Um, and he needs Definitely. to keep it on song, doesn't he? Well, they've changed. I remember when you and McKenzie was coaching the Reds and uh, Guinea and Cooper were playing and, and they had a structure where Guinea just looked after the short side all day long. Yeah. Cooper on the open side. In fact, I think uh, I was doing, it was one of the first games I called actually. And it was against the Chiefs and they just did it all game long. Yeah. It was so hard to manage. Yeah. That was before really the, the nine and a half roll got adopted by pretty much every coach in rugby. Yeah. Having that nine as a as a genuine playmaker. Uh the other one is your Chiefs mate, Chiefs Mana. Chiefs Mana. Heading over to Jaguares. Jaguares. Very hard to win there. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's, is it just me or is no one talking about the Jaguares at all? No one does, eh? Hey, anymore. Right. Well, even this, this whole year. I mean, considering so they don't even exist. Exactly. Like, like an ex. It's uh, you know they're there, but you don't want to talk to them, you don't want to talk about them, you don't want to see them. I feel yeah. sorry for the Hawks. They've got some great threats out the back. Yeah. They've got, I mean, it's pretty much the same team they've had for the last four years. Yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, I don't know. We're, there just seems to be – there's no fizz. There's no yeah. – uh, is it just because we have – Excitement, eh? There's right. just no – ah, oh, Aguares, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Aguares, oh, yeah. And we all know that Agustin Crevy is my all-time favourite. I mean, I love that guy. But I can't – I just – eh? Just – yeah, that's it. See, I feel sorry for them. I, you know, I, I want to love the Juarez. Yeah, they, and they deserve more recognition. But we, uh, I don't know what it is. Well, they shit. Mate, they weren't shit when they went five in a row away last year. Mm, are they shit this year? Well. I don't well, know. No, one, no one knows. Well, there we go. Hang on. That just backs up our argument. Yeah, yeah, they're no bottom one, of the no, table. They've played five games. They've won two. They're bottom of the South African Conference. <sighs> That's the problem. Do you know the problem is for the Juarez? What's that? They're in the South African Conference. And? 
so people like me just don't get to see them unless I'm up at three in the morning oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or 10 o'clock on a Sunday. And who's up at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? Mm. Not me. Mm. I would rather my children starve than get up early on a Sunday. No, I'm up, I'm up, mate. You're up because you've got to... Oh, I didn't mean that, T. Sorry. Are you up? Hmm. I'm sleeping then. Tina's sleeping in, for sure. Actually, next week, can we do the pot at 7 a.m. on Sunday? No, I don't no, think so. No. Right, Milsey, time to uh, get going on the short ball today. That's uh, a range of subjects covered off. Um, none of it probably accurate <laughs> or enlightening. But um, shit, I've had a good time. Have you? Outstanding. I've got to go to swimming now. you got to go swimming. Yeah. Just do me a favor and just try not to get anyone pregnant today. Well, hey, I'm not just going out there trying to impregnate any, no, no, any, I, any, I any particular one. Sorry, I didn't mean I'll rephrase it. Don't, well, just try not to have another child. I'm not. The next That'll year. be it. Three. Mate, no, I've got no room in the Colorado even. I know, you've got sliding I, doors now. I, you've crossed the sliding door threshold. Have I? No. Yeah, you do. No, you no, need, I haven't. No, there's a, a nice Arcadia. Yeah. Hold an Arcadia. You need to have a look at it. Slide your no, doors open. No, no. <laughs> you are gonna you are gonna be basically driving to work in a high ace. No. That's in a Toyota low self esteem. No, no, those combi vans like you do in South Africa, eh? Yeah. You need one of those, the caravels. No, I'm not. I don't need one of those. Not yet anyway. I'm gonna see I you know I'm gonna I'm you know, in five years' time, you're going to turn up to my house with your five kids. <laughs> opening, <laughs> opening the door. Opening the door. Yeah, Uncle Sumo's going to look after you guys. See you later. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Sumo is not. That's been the short ball for another week. Enjoy the round of Super Rugby. And um, Eddie, just keep being Eddie. Wow. We love you, Eddie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 